Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Now, introducing your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Hello, everyone. Episode 25, Renewable Energy Creating Cyber Risks. Now, perhaps I may be off my rocker, but I think this is a great talking point for a podcast in terms of the shift towards greener energy. Now, the shift to renewable energy is going to happen for the sake of humanity. However, this energy poses a risk of security vulnerability in things from industrial systems to Internet of Things smart meters. Now, off the gate, the energy sector is a massive target for cyber criminals, especially for those who want to either cut off power, deploy ransomware, or espionage campaigns. This rapid move could lead to additional opportunities for criminals to exploit. One of the main targets for cyber attacks is by the supervisory control and data acquisition, which abbreviates to SCADA. The system is responsible for managing industrial networks. There are two key security issues in the Cascada systems. Number one is that many of these networks are old, meaning that they are unable to receive security updates. Now, this could spell disaster for those internet-facing machines that may be infiltrated by cyber criminals. Number two, the, the, the SCADA systems can be attacked if there is a remote element, so either via cloud services or by VPNs. Even those newer systems that have secure credentials, if those credentials and or patch management is not up to snuff, this can still provide access to cyber criminals. We may say in the security industry, patch with security updates to, to protect against attack. Many energy providers their network is based on legacy systems. Simply updating or replacing those systems could either affect their services or cause complete rebuilds. Another thing I want to make note is also the supply chain risks that could also affect renewable energy sector. If, for example, a vendor is compromised, such as SolarWinds or Enable, or Kaseya, hackers could use those methods to cause massive disruption through the software supply chain. Energy providers should take a careful approach with supply chains by asking questions of suppliers or vendors. This is very important. Now, a lot of IoT devices, Internet of Thing devices, can cause additional vulnerabilities. For example, smart batteries, home car chargers, smart homes, or smart buildings. 
the problem here mainly is the fact of lack of industry standards. The energy sector needs to look at their Internet of Things devices on their electrical networks that is also connected to homes and businesses. For one big example, smart meters. Smart meters can be an avenue that criminals use to deploy botnets, but also challenges users to patch the firmware of these devices. So think about any of your um, smart devices at home. With the included app on your smartphone, you're able to install um, firmware updates or patches to these devices by using your connected device. The biggest problem here, especially with the energy sector, let's say, for example, your smart meter. That smart meter can be connected with other smart meters uh, through a, a data interface. The inherent, inherent issue here is that the user does not have particularly uh, does not have access to those smart meters. So what if let's say that smart meter is sitting there for five to seven years and there are patches being done? The bigger question is, is the energy company deploying patches over the wire or are they allowing their customers access to these smart meters so that they can you know, view their, their energy usage, but also to be able to upgrade or to patch their smart meters? This is why security by design can help improve cybersecurity situation in the Internet of Things devices or anywhere that matter. Even with the risk mitigation, do you really feel that there's enough being done to protect us before disaster strikes? This is a really serious question here because Personally speaking, I feel that the energy sector across North America is not up to standard. Each municipality, each city, whoever takes care of the energy distribution in those sectors and those environments, some of them unfortunately don't have enough funds to upgrade their infrastructure. So they're running legacy systems. So that could be a point of failure as well. But one thing that keeps me up at night is it only takes one legacy system. It only takes one lax protocol or one lax organization. And cyber criminals can infiltrate and disrupt or do anything in that matter with the electrical grid. Now, it all comes down to how our electrical grid is built. Now, it was built in the system, the premise is built over a hundred years ago, but there are some modern technologies that really helps out with the energy distribution. But unfortunately, how energy is generated and deployed is still very archaic. Essentially, once energy is created, it gets distributed on the grid right away. There's no storage systems in place. But as renewable energy sector such as wind and solar, sometimes these particular methods of energy generation need to store the data because perhaps there's too much sun or too much wind. So this energy may need to be stored in smart batteries that's on site, for example. 
Now, these smart batteries are huge, mind you, could potentially be targeted against hackers. And if, let's say, a city is relying you know, slowly on wind and solar, if cyber criminals takes over those big, massive battery banks and compromises them and stops distributing uh, energy, and these hackers can essentially take over the entire infrastructure. Now, as you know, a lot of people that are not prepared for blackouts, people unfortunately lose their lives, but most importantly, get caught off guard. We are now in the digital age, and we now need constant access to electricity to charge and power all of our devices. And cyber criminals know that. They see that we are moving towards these new technologies that we're not depending on nuclear energy or coal or gas anymore, that we are dependent on these green energies. And we're going to be looking at ways to generate energy in a widespread geographical area where it's not a centralized location anymore, that you're going to have various uh, stations out there generating electricity that will be probably monitored and maintained by a central location somewhere, but have all these stations hooked up by internet. What greater way to disrupt a town, a city, a, uh, a state, a province, whatever, with downing some power lines, with, with disrupting energy flow? Or could be voltage, changing the voltage, or what have you. But there's different ways where criminals can utilize uh, this disruption power from these energy systems. And as we start moving towards a greener future which is 100% a positive thing, we need to understand and take a step back and analyze the situation before we move with heads down towards these technologies without making sure that we are maintaining our smart meters, that we are making sure there's a way to update this firmware or to allow our users access to these smart meters so that they can they can either do the updates themselves or give responsibility to the energy companies to maintain a level of integrity and security because the last thing we need is a complete grid failure where I think this is back in 2003 where the whole entire eastern seaboard of the United States and Canada went down due to uh, certain power lines not being maintained properly uh, on the U.S. side that caused a massive electrical dis- disruption which lasted a few days, I believe. And imagine this lasting more than a week. And this happens in the middle of the winter. This is not something in a situation we do not need to be in. So this is why the energy sector needs to take this seriously and needs to take a good look at this now. Because as we move towards a greener future, we need to maintain a greater cybersecurity footprint. Thank you for stopping by Darnley Cyber Cafe with your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Next time you swing by the cafe, bring a friend and share the show with them. That's all for this episode, folks. We will see you next time.